0: I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsiggett at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siggett, your host here at this podcast. I am so happy to be on the mic tonight with you guys. It is exciting. Tonight, I'm not only recording this episode for the Finding Myself podcast, but I'm also going to be a guest on another podcast. I will drop the information in the Facebook group and also on Instagram for you guys. So please check it out so you can see where else you can hear me. I love it. See where else you can hear me. Kind of works. Before we get into this episode about recognizing limiting beliefs, I just have to share some of the funnies of my day. So as you guys know, I am a school counselor at a middle school. I mean, what kind of material can I get from a middle school? I could sit here and probably do multiple stand-up comedy routines based on the material that I get from the middle school. Middle school students are so interesting. They're funny, they're comical. If you ever get a chance to just kind of watch them, it's amazing because it's they're on that verge of being an adult, but they're not quite there yet. So you can see when the mind starts to turn and they're thinking about what they're doing or what they're saying or checking out the environment that is around them. And it's It's just interesting to see that happen. This, you know, brain snaps, uh, firing, and them trying to make sense of the world around them and making sense of themselves. Today, I was in my office with two young ladies, and they were telling me about a social situation, giving me the details. And then the one young lady said, Well, I have to break it down to you because. your age. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Did you just say that I'm old without saying that I'm old? She starts laughing. The other student was like, oh, I don't know if I should laugh or not. Is that okay? I was laughing. I thought it was so funny because the students are funny. They do recognize that there is an age difference and that I'm an adult. One of the things they forget though is most of the time my day is spent talking with people their age. I am always involved, hearing about, being educated by the younger generations. So typically you don't need to explain things to me and break it down because I am there with you. Now, not to say that I don't get surprised sometimes, There are situations where after a session with a student, I have to go Google something in Urban Dictionary because they've used a term that I'm not familiar with. But don't worry. I gotcha. I understand what you're saying. You don't need to break it down for me. I might be old, but I've been around this block a few times. Just thought I'd share that with you a little peek into what life is like at a middle school. So today is talking about recognizing limiting beliefs. I hope today is an opportunity for you to think about this and how limiting beliefs may play into your life and use this as a pep talk or motivation to do something about it. I will be following up this episode with a guest that is going to talk to us about crushing those limiting beliefs. So hang on with me, hold tight, because we will be giving some more strategies on how you can deal with those limiting beliefs. So today I want to talk about the limiting beliefs and then highlight two limiting beliefs that I suffer from. And I'm going to use that term specifically, that I suffer from. You've heard me talk about one of them before, but there's another one that maybe is a little outside of the box that you might not have thought of. But going back to this idea of limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs are any of those thoughts that you have that are putting you in a box, that are keeping you to that straight and narrow path that has been put before you, those restrictions that either other people have put on you and your thoughts or that you have come up with. A lot of times we're not totally aware of those limiting beliefs that we have. We just have been told things over and over again, or we grew up in a house that thought a certain way and we were never introduced to another side of those thoughts. I'm going to give you a really clear example. I grew up in the 90s. In the 90s, there was the push to go to college. In my house, we just were expected to go to college. Not that anyone said that to me, but just the activities and the conversations that were had always pointed to college. I did not realize that there was another path out there. So while many people think that it was a good way of thinking, the pushing towards college, it still was a limiting belief that college was my only option. As we know, there are other options out there. But if you limit yourself to one way of doing things, that is a limiting belief. Now, I do think college worked out for me, and and that's okay, but it was really interesting when I came to the realization that I never even considered not going to college. It just wasn't in my reality that I could think about a different way of doing things or taking a gap year, or a year off from college to find myself before going on to college. That just wasn't in my thought process. And to be very honest with you, it wasn't in the thought process of the other friends and peers around me. We were just in a community within a time period that college was the ultimate, that college was the only option that was relevant. So that's just an easy example to share with you about those limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs sometimes might not be good or bad, but in the point of being limited, that's where you have to question it. It was limited for a reason, and is that reason uh, valid? Is it just a bias That is out there, again, the bias of college, that if you graduate college, if you go to college, you're going to get a better job, you're going to make more money. Well, after studies, we've seen that that's not necessarily true. We also have a lot of examples of people who took a different path, have less debt, and maybe started the career a little bit faster had a portfolio to use to climb that success ladder. So there are other ways of getting that information, getting to that ultimate goal than just one way. Now, I want to talk about those two ways, two limiting beliefs that I suffer from that I don't think I'm alone. So out there, raise your hand if you have a tendency to lean towards being a perfectionist. Yep. Many of us do. Perfectionism is something that we do to limit ourselves to how we do things. Things are done one way, so that is perfect. And there isn't, in our view, because it's limiting, other ways of doing things. Additionally, we don't necessarily take the time to evaluate or research, or analyze other ways of getting things done. Because we want it to come out perfect. So we try to control what we're doing instead of explore, to try things out, to possibly fail. I know, big word, fail, and learn from our failures. Many people who are perfectionists don't want to do something if they can't do it perfect so we don't even let ourselves fail which we know that failure is another way of learning but if we don't allow ourselves to fail we're missing out on opportunities to learn but also to cope with the idea of failing and that's not doing us uh, that's not doing us any service to avoid those situations Perfectionism, as we know, is also a coping mechanism to avoid criticism. Now, criticism doesn't have to be always in a negative sense. Criticism actually can help move us forward, give us information to do things differently, do things a little bit better, um, to make those tweaks that are needed to have that feedback but by being perfect to avoid that again we're learn we're losing that learning opportunity so perfectionism isn't an ultimate goal it really isn't the wonderful grass is greener on the other side it is really limiting us and limiting our ability to move forward and be successful the second Limiting belief that is a little outside the box is really something that I have thought about recently. At my age, you know, I, I know that I, you know, tend to be a perfectionist. I tend to know, and of course, I'm a self development junkie, so I have found a lot of my own pitfalls and have tried to deal with them or at least be aware of them. But this was one that I have learned over and over again, it's not as great as it sounds. And that is following the rules. I am a rule follower. I was born that way. I like to say I'm a ruley. And I know that there are other people out there like me. Are you one of those people? Do you follow the rules? If the, the teacher says this, you do that? Um, good way of knowing it is merging. Oh, Merging during a construction zone. Do you wait until the end of the merge to merge? Or do you start merging when they tell you a mile or two back? Because me, I'm a rule follower. I get in line just like they told me to do. Where other people understand the purpose of merging and not everyone should get over a mile away, they should, you know, kind of merge as they can to keep the uh, traffic flowing. So following the rules actually can get in the way of you being successful. Now, I know this is kind of wild. This is kind of crazy. I'm not telling everyone to drive on the wrong side of the road. But what I'm doing is trying to encourage you to look at other ways for getting things done. Kind of sounds a little bit like perfectionism and the opposite of that. But I'm going to give you another example of this. So there is a book called The Third Door. It is by Alex, I know I'm going to butcher this name, so I apologize, Alex, Alex Banyan It's the third door, the wild quest to uncover how the world's most successful people launched their career. So Alex in his book starts to recognize that there are different ways of moving through a successful career. And there's doors that you can take. The first door to your career is standing in line and waiting for your turn. Now those are all the people who follow the rules. We stand in line and we wait our turn. Then there are people who totally buck the system. They're like, "Uh "Uh-uh, I'm not standing in line. I'm going to the back door and I'm going to bust my way in. So those are the people who find some back door that they can get through and get in. Now, sometimes that back door doesn't work for them. They're seen as being too pushy, too aggressive, and it's not working. Now, there's a third door that Alex talks about. The third door is for those individuals who look at the situation. They see what's happening in the front door. They see what's happening in the back door. And they find a third door. They find a different way to look at the situation and to move forward. So they're not following the rules. They're looking at the rules and finding a new way to maybe apply those rules. And that's really interesting when you think about it. When it gives you that permission to color outside the lines and maybe still find a very pretty, appealing, wonderful artistic vision, how can you go about getting what you need, you want, uh, what you, you have to be successful. How do you go about doing that without going through a straight line, to just stand in line for what you want? It's being creative. It's using the resources that you have. And it might be finding new resources, seeking that out. Are there individuals that maybe can help you, guide you through that Which makes me think, when we're talking about careers, a piece that I really encourage people to do when looking at a new career or to move forward in their career is to get a mentor. A mentor is so helpful. Someone who is further along in that career that can guide you through the steps That might be a third door. Someone who's got an inside track, someone who has more information than you do and can share with you and give you that inside information. That might be your third door into the career that you want. I encourage you, this is my pep talk. I encourage you to think about what that third door would be for whatever you want. What is a creative way to move yourself forward to living the life that you want to live? You don't have to bust down that back door, do things that maybe you're not too comfortable with, but you also don't need to stand out front and wait for your turn. You can be assertive. You can move yourself forward by getting those resources and using them. There's nothing wrong with that. Give yourself permission to want what you want. Give permission, give yourself permission to do what it takes to get there. Don't be afraid to talk with people about what you want. Don't be afraid to send that email, to shake that hand, to approach someone. Go after what you want. Find those resources. Don't limit yourself by the path that was put before you. I always find in um, Instagram and other social medias about everyone's formula on how to be successful with weight loss, with getting a new business, um, being an influencer, having everything. And, And I guess that's part of what I'm doing. But I hope that I'm presenting that you can find your own path. I've talked about burnout. I did what all those coaches said. I, you know, I was a journal writer. I meditated. I exercised. I did all this self development. And guess what? It didn't work for me. I stood in line. That's what I was doing. I stood in line and followed the turnstiles that other people put in front of me instead of finding the path that I needed and that worked for me. And that's what's going to set you apart. And that's what's going to get you the life that you want to live. So I encourage you, step out of line. Find that third door. Don't let that limit you. Don't be a perfectionist. It's limiting you. Give yourself permission to fail, to try something new. See what happens. Thank you so much today for hanging in there with me. If you are stepping out of line, if you are failing, let me know about it. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear what you're doing. I'd love to even see pictures if you have that. So I want you to hang in there with me. I'm going to have a follow-up episode with a Danielle Kobo and Crushing Your Limiting Beliefs. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, Feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.